Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Potts, the little teapot, was voiced by Angela Lansbury, and she originally didn't want to sing Beauty and the Beast because the demo was more rock sounding. And she asked them if she could sing it her way um, because she wanted to sing it as she put a more realistic version of how a teapot would sing it. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 91 of the Unusual Suspects podcast, straight from the audio fun of our mouths to your ears. I think I said that last time. Just stop putting your things in our audience's ears. I can't help it. I just I just love the gooiness of stop their earwax. <laughs> That's how you get arrested. What, by saying that I just love to... If you're you're putting things in moist ear holes... Penetrate their ear holes with our goodness? Is that a good one? Is that a better one? If it's gloopy, Mm -hmm. you're probably going to get in trouble. I'm so sorry for these idiots, guys. What about gently caressing the earlobes of your... (laughs) I quite like that one. (laughs) Yeah? Is that better? You don't hear through the earlobes, so scientifically it's incorrect, but... What's our tagline? I'm trying to come up with a motto tagline. We're a fucking some shambles. Sort of that's our tagline. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's so 2021. Let's, we got, Do you go, think we've we got better one. in 2022? No, I don't think we've got better. I just think we need a new motto. That's all. I don't like, think you, you should know. be sticking our whatever's in your ear holes. What about gently reminding you <laughs> that there are other people in this world, three other people, that are more cynical about films than you are. <laughs> what about thrusting ourselves into your brain? Yes. Well, I don't think we trust. Only I think if, we just only if they're consenting, which I suppose if they're listening, then they are. What if we came yeah. on on shuffle and it's not consent? I'm not okay with that. Well, if you hit download, you you've agreed to the terms and conditions that you did not sign and did Nobody not read. Nobody ever reads those. Well, that's you know. You we were going to get turned into iPads. Cent- uh, human centipads. Do you not know that episode? I have no idea I'm, what's going on. I, I don't know. Stan doesn't read the terms and conditions when he gets an iPad and he signs it and he, they get turned into human centipads. Very good. Is that when South Park started to become shit? <laughs> it's good again now. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I'm Dan, a <laughs> terrible uh, creator of mottos, uh, joined by Andy. Hello. And Penny. Hi. We have a fabulous podcast after the uh, the absolute randomness that is the film out of the hat that happened two weeks ago, where we had to sit and watch and listen don't to. Don't say it. I don't want to. One hear. of the greatest. I don't want to hear the name of it ever again. Films I've ever watched in my life. Only to uh, come up short in Andy's case when he realised that the next film he'll be watching is probably. One of his Together. most anticipated greatest films of all time, Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah. We'll obviously delve into Andy's deep psychological thoughts about why he hates Muppets so much, obviously, later on. And I'm sure there's me- much to be discussed about why. And, I, uh, I might have really enjoyed it. There's an assumption here that I probably hated it, but we haven't discussed it yet. There's no spoilers. For all you know, I was absolutely riveted by it. I'm willing to 
bet a lot of money. <laughs> My third note just says I can feel Andy's anger. Like I could hear you being angry. I had a note like yeah. similar. <laughs> like that. I could hear you being like, that doesn't fucking work. You can't fucking do it. It's not that easy. <laughs> and I was three notes in. <laughs> I think I could hear Andy more than I could hear the film. Like weirdly <laughs> yeah. while I was watching it. It's sort of like that thing where um, I think I said it like ages ago, an episode, like episodes ages ago. But I remember saying something about a film that Andy made us watch. And all I can hear in the background is Andy laughing or something like, mm. like <laughs> but this time around it's, um, it's Penny laughing. <laughs> so, I mean, I might've enjoyed it. We'll, we'll get imagine, to it. Imagine if later he just starts going together again and no, just starts singing it, along and it, we've just completely misjudged it. I think if we've done that, we've ruined him. I think we want yeah. to keep the character of Andy as, as organic as possible. He's got his smug possible. face on though. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that face comes out when I'm, I'm happy to prove you wrong. So yeah, that's the worry for you both. <sighs> okay. Well, hey, it's 1991 <gasps> today. It is. Which can only mean I, I did not fucking load it. I told <laughs> you to load the music. <laughs> you got to play it. I'm not talking to you. Play it. All right. Hang on. I know that's hang a on. good let's, thing. Let, if, let's, you know, the, really. That's where the cut will happen or not. <laughs> well, we'll keep all this in. <laughs> Where Dan looks for his folders again. It's 1991, guys. Yeah. Which could only mean one thing. We're going back to the 90s, or wherever the segment was called. What was it I called? The segment? I don't really think I came up with anything. I think I'm just going to go, yay, the 90s. <laughs> That is deliciously smooth. It definitely, it definitely feels like one of those, um, not like, it, like a daytime TV program in the night. Maybe like a Holmes Under the Hammer sort of. It's a of bit like the Cosby Show, music. which the is Wild Thornberrys. What makes me think of? Really? Yeah, I think it's like the sort of jungle beat at the beginning. Okay, I was gonna go live and kicking, but yeah. That's what and I went with the Cosby Show. <laughs> hmm. Yes. So that, that's where we are at. <laughs> Um, so 91, what a great year. What a year. What a great mm. year for many great people who were born in that year, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Wasn't that great for movies? I mean, it was, but while I was making a list of notable movies, I was like, oh, it wasn't a, wasn't my year for movies. Notable movies came out in 1991, Silence of the Lambs, The good. Addams right. Family. I mean, I, I did pick all good ones out of the list. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, mm. I'll say good ones. Yeah. Hook came out in 1991. Uh, my Girl. Yeah. Oh, My Girl. Yeah. Oh, that film makes me cry so much. The Bees. The bees. Um, Point Break, The Bodyguard, yes. and uh, that dick nose classic that Dan loves, Nothing But Trouble, came out in 1991. Oh, my God, it did, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, no. Yeah. God, that was an experience watching that fucking thing. The highest grossing film of 1991 was Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which made, As it should be. made over $520 million. Did that also come out in 91? Why did you not front load that and say that came out in 91 first? Because it was the highest grossing one and I'm trying not to repeat myself. 
She's got categories. Let her go through her categories, <laughs> motherfucker. Jesus. It was, it was more difficult to, like, I've been trying to do notable movies and then facts that are not necessarily about those movies, but it was a little bit more difficult. Uh, and I ended up finding a bunch of facts about 1992, which is... Pen, have, well, have you... those for next week. Yeah. Pen, have you ever watched The Terminator? Series? I don't believe so, no. But I have met Edward Furlong. <laughs> Does that count? I mean, it's come two completely opposite questions. I mean, he's in, he's t- in one of those. Which one he's, is he in? He's in the second one. He is. He's the little he kid yes. on the bike. He's got uh, a name. His name is John Connor, not little kid. <laughs> All right, you fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus. I know a quote from one of the Terminator movies, but only because it was in Scream 2. So, what is that? Uh, Sarah Connor. Yes. I don't really know. Sorry, was that your Arnie impression there as well? No, that was my impression of Jamie Kennedy doing his impression in Scream 2. I have no frame of reference for the actual... Because, no, I don't believe I have seen any of them. You've seen Wayne's World, though, right? Yeah, like, I have enough... It's like most things that people really like that I haven't seen. I have enough cultural knowledge. Like, I can get through a conversation about Harry Potter or Friends without actually giving a shit. There's (laughs) There's the bit in Wayne's World where Robert Patrick pulls them over in a cop car yeah. and asks if uh, they've seen this boy and it is John Connor. Oh. Uh, anyway, bit... continue. It was, yeah. That was a boring thing to add. I apologise. Well, it won four Oscars that year. I didn't look up what they were, but it won four of them. Four? Wow. Ooh, all right, Owen Wilson. That was good. Also came out in 1991 was the movie JFK and they spent $4 million to make the Dealey Plaza look the same as it did the day that Kennedy was shot in 1963. Wow. Mm. I did not know that. I mean, it made like a butt ton of money. So $4 million isn't really, but just to change the whole place so it was historically accurate. Who was in it? JFK. Michael Douglas, I believe. Michael Douglas, interesting. I'm not going to spoil it, but I think he gets shot at the end. <laughs> Kevin Costner. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin oh, Costner. Kevin Costner. If he's, if he's not doing football films, he's doing <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, he does look a bit like Michael Douglas on the poster. We'll get back to Kevin Costner later. Uh, we should watch... Me and Andy need to watch some Kevin Costner films. No. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Ones. Kevin Bacon, Tommy Lee Jones, Laurie Metcalf, Gary Oldman, Michael Rooker, who I've also met. Sissy Spacek, Joe Pesci. Well, a film that I have seen from 1991 was Beauty and the Beast. And I have to thank Andy sent me some research this week. He found a BuzzFeed thing with some 90s facts in it. Mm. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Potts, the little teapot, was voiced by Angela Lansbury. And she originally didn't want to sing Beauty and the Beast because the demo was more rock sounding. And she asked them if she could sing it her way. Um, because she wanted to sing it as she put a more realistic version of how a teapot would sing it. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) You're playing... No, I'm sorry, but you're playing a fucking magical teapot and you have a son called Chip who's also a cup. So what level of this is... And... He's really mad. No, I'm sorry, I hate this shit. Like, don't... (laughs) You're taking it genuinely personally. You got a film about a man who lives in a fucking castle who's turned into a beast and he can't go back to normal because a rose thing is in the glass. I can't remember the plot. I want you Dan know, to describe all films like this. This is, not, this is not a realistic... If you're going for a realistic portrayal of someone, you picked the wrong fucking film. I think she means like it was a bit rocky and she was like quite a fancy teacup. 
Yeah. So it would be a bit, you know, beauty, like, you know, not like fucking headbanging and stuff, maybe. If it helps, Dan, she almost didn't make it to the recording at all. Oh, fucking, that says a lot, doesn't it? She, oh, you're going to feel really bad in a minute. She was flying to the studio, which was uh, in New York from LA, when a bomb threat was called in on the flight she was on, and they had to make an emergency landing and change planes. By the time she got to New York, it was almost the end of the session, but she got there in the nick of time and asked if she could still record it because it was done with a a full orchestra. So obviously the orchestra had to be there. They agreed and she did that shit in one take, which is pretty impressive. And then it won an Oscar, I think. Yeah. So she, she fucking had a really stressful day thinking there might be a bomb on her plane. Then she fucking smashed that song in one take and got an Oscar. Maybe that's why it sounds so raw, because it sort of feels fragile and resonates with that sort of um, dexterous uh, fragility. And maybe that's what it is, because she's she's dealt with you know the potential of a bomb threat. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Dan? <laughs> she's, she's been in mur- Murder, She Wrote. So, <laughs> like, I can't really say I've seen a lot of her work. And, and all I know is that she wanted realism and beauty and beast and she is involved she just wanted to sing a bit more like a teapot and less like a toaster i don't know what teapots sound like maybe she's been well maybe she's been taking fucking lsd and been hearing what the teapot's been sounding like i don't know but either way i don't know where she's getting these or i want to sound like a teapot from if anything (laughs) a teapot should be a bit more whistly you know yeah yeah teapots don't whistle kettles whistle because you're boiling them. You don't boil a, tea- a teapot. You put the tea in the pot after you've boiled it. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. How useless do you have to feel in that film to be like your main character is so something much. that holds tea? Like that is your, that's that's the depth of your character is something that holds tea. Well, she was well, she, a person. How, how do you feel? She was a person that got turned into a teapot. She had real yeah, human feelings. But you don't, you don't know that like at the start of that film. You, you're like... They tell like, you quite early on. But also she had a son... That was yeah. just a cup with a chip in it and a big crack yeah, down yeah, the side. Yeah, he's disabled. You should yeah. be honest. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything bad. There. But that's, <laughs> Don't but throw that, that at me. <laughs> As an implement for holding water, China with a crack in it is probably more useless than a No, a chip a is teapot. different from a crack. You can just drink there's it out the crack other down side. The, no, there's a crack down the side of it. Oh, is there? Are we really discussing the, the yeah. logistics of a chip on well, a fucking cup? And, or... It's a fucking crack. <laughs> Whatever, chip crack, whatever. No, they should have called him. They should have called him crack. They should have called him crack. That would have been amazing. Oh. Well, talking of singing, have either of you seen the Doors movie? That also came out in 1991. No, no. I'm a big. Is that the Val Kilmer one? Yes, it is. I'm a big Doors fan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Does Val Kilmer sing? Mm. What happens? Well, apparently, he virtually did all of his own singing. The actual doors were heard when it was set as background music, but during the concert and recording se- uh, session scenes, that was all Val Kilmer. So I think I definitely need to rewatch it now because I do love the doors. I think he was a bit. Uh, they played to like the drunken buffoon gym side, which I'm not a massive fan of. But it'll be interesting to see, see if or how much I can hear the difference now because I probably haven't watched it in like. 15 years. I was just about to shit on the doors, but I stopped myself. <laughs> I feel like they're a bit like Bowie. Like the the 
the mainstream Bowie songs that everybody knows are bangers. And then Bowie did some really fucking weird shit, like the Laughing Gnome. And the Doors are a bit hit and miss with that. I think, yeah, they're a bit like Queen as well, who are similar. Although mm. I think a lot of their main, like, well-known songs are a bit boring. The uh, more interesting stuff is, is way better. And last fact, um, another film I haven't watched in forever, the sixth instalment of Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, which ironically it, it wouldn't really be in the end. But I didn't know this. Alice Cooper had an uncredited appearance in this movie as Freddy's stepdad. Yeah. So Alice Cooper is Freddy Krueger's... Does Freddy have a stepdad? I don't mm. know because his, <laughs> his mum... Do you, do you know who his mum is and where he, Freddy came from? I've been impressed. Uh, I, I might, but was I don't it, think the audience do. Was it Kentucky? Did he come from Kentucky? No, but like wh- who? The state of what, ten- How Kentucky? did his mum? How did Freddy come to be? So he fell. Calm down. <laughs> no, I can't say that. <laughs> well, now I really want you to say it. No, I can't say it. Freddy was um, the son of a thousand maniacs. Freddie's mum was a nun. She got locked in an asylum over the weekend with a bunch of crazy rapists who spent all weekend making a Freddie baby. Uh, so, okay. I don't know this part, but huh. how... D- so Freddie's hand, right? Hand? is not... I always thought... Hands it's it's a glove. Is that what you mean? But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, when, as a, uh, when I was a young boy... Um, I Freddy always Kruger thought took me into the city. Freddy Krueger was like Wolverine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where the claws were like in his skin. Yeah. So it's not. No. So where does the where does that come from? I don't know where it, the glove. Before Andy can say it, it comes from him not being a paedophile. It becomes from him. <laughs> it comes from him being a child murderer, and he makes a glove in his workshop. But what's what's the reasoning for the glove? Is what I'm trying to say. It's like, just why a weapon. The glove? It's just a weapon. It's just a weapon. It's, like it's a just knives a, on a hand. It's just like whatever. It's, it makes it easier to to cut the clothes off the children that he's about to. No. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this when I put this fact in, and I wish I fucking hadn't. I mean, it does make sense. <laughs> It explains why he looks all like burnt and scarred because yeah, they set no. fire to him because he was a. That's I, what gonna, you do to paedophiles. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I'm going to be honest here. This isn't like an argument, but Andy's winning this because it makes no sense why. Like, why not like an axe? Like, why not? Why a glove with you know? Yeah. It's you got to have your hands moving for something, right? You got to use yeah. your hands. He so uh, better Freddy, for fiddling. Freddy g- built the glove to torture and kill his young victims. He had I a understand number that. of prototype I, gloves, one with sharp spikes and one with razor prototype. blades. Prototype? Well, yeah, you've got to find the one that, the that, that, that works. Uh, yeah, and how, I just how? I like to think of him in his like workshop, just making a selection Going, of gloves hmm. and then testing them out. Well, oh, wow, like this one doesn't have the dexterity BTK that I need. made a whole, or the toy box killer made a whole room full of torture devices. And you're like, I can't believe he made a glove. It sounds fucking it's much easier than carrying a machete around, I'm it? just saying, a, a glove Defending is, this. you got to think about legit, if you, especially if you're running, you got to carry that on your hand. That would be easier for be, me to wield than a fucking machete. I'm only little. Yeah, but it, it's, or an axe. it's like, 
could get in the way. Maybe you have to like crawl through his heights. But you know, it could Freddy be Krueger's like not anything. Crawling. He's not going to a fucking what, how, space. What, how is he opening doors? With his other hand! He only wears one glove! What if he needs to lift something that requires two hands? Like the body of I'd a leave, small child. But I can't be bothered to take my headphones out and walk out of this room. Is one glove enough, though? Like, considering, like, you, you've got, like, one weapon, and now... So so what happens if you lose that glove? You're fucked. You're, you're just a man in a hat now. So... What's, does, it, does he wear it on his left hand? I, I, don't, I his, don't know if Freddy is I left or right-handed. Is he ambidextrous? Because if he's left-handed, he's fucked. He can't mm. write anything whilst he's wearing that glove. He's got to take it off. At least bring like an. What's he doing writing fucking birthday cards? Just <laughs> yes. well, you never know. <laughs> to his young what he does. victims, <laughs> he can take it off. He's not Wolverine. Yeah, I know. I understand. He can that. literally take it off to write a birthday card. And then he's got no weapon. He's just a man with a pen. <laughs> it's just a really so shit weapon, much. is what we're just like. So much. No, I, this is a very logical discussion. Who's who's is not, the best but... weapon then, Daniel? Of all villains. Of all time. <laughs> it's not really a villain. <laughs> the, the, the monster in Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> he's not a weapon. Doesn't he just have a load he, of flies? He's a fucking weapon. No, that's not, that's not why I asked you. You're like, oh, the glove's going to get in the way while he's crawling through a play space. So who's got the best weapon? <laughs> All right. I mean, you could go for, obviously... You know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but that would be too cliche. That's really or you heavy. could go with Freddy. I can't lift a chainsaw, go... but a little glovey knife hand. I mean, I don't know what is the best weapon. Freddy's I think it's glove hand. Probably no. just a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, who the... carries that around? Yeah. 90% of Americans, I imagine. <sighs> I'm going to say the butcher knife uh, scream. Oh, just to try and make me less grumpy, is that it? Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, it's only going to get worse because let's talk about my favourite film from 1991. And I'd quite like you in post because I didn't give you the music. I'd quite like you to put the theme song in in post now, please. favorite film from 1991 is robin hood prince of thieves starring kevin costner morgan freeman and of course christian slater i tell you what you couldn't pull back the bow the string of a bow if you had freddy krueger's <laughs> hand it cut straight through it <laughs> you wouldn't it hey, still has fingers you could you still have the pads of your feet so I, I kind of remember this film. Kind of. I watch it every Christmas. It oh. is my weird Christmas movie because I think it just used to like before, you know, back in the old days when we only had four channels. It used <gasps> to be it? on every Christmas on mm. the BBC, so it just became one of my to the point where the Bennetts and I were in America one Christmas and it was on and I sat and watched it. Isn't Alan Rickman the yes, sheriff? He yeah. Yes, I remember now. Notoriously yes. rewrote a lot of it because it was fucking shit. And he, <laughs> he 
he wrote good on you alan he rewrote a lot of the the script my mum will quote alan rickman saying he'll carve your heart out with a spoon quite often in everyday conversation and kevin costner won a razzie because he is terrible in this he also he's is still... terrible in most things <laughs> wait wait this is your favorite 1991 film yes and it's it's won a razzie no kevin costner won a razzie He's terrible. All right. Christian Slater's amazing in it. The rest of the cast are really good. Kevin Costner is supposed to be Robin Hood. He's supposed to be, what is it, the Prince of Loxley or whatever. And he's still doing, he's not really doing an English accent. I don't think he's ever done anything good. No. Like he's about as wooden as Keanu Reeves, but at least Keanu Reeves is a nice person. You could I'm saying that Chris- without knowing much about <laughs> You could swap Kevin him. Costner out of this and probably put in anyone and it would be like the supporting cast alan rickman is incredible as the sheriff of nottingham in this it's a little bit weird with um morgan freeman being like a foreign man and how they they point out that you know they're in rural england and they've never seen a man with dark skin before and it is it's a little uh dated and not and he probably won't like it because it's history um, <laughs> mm. I'm not sure how accurate it is though if that helps oh and you see Kevin Costner's butt does that help? Um, no, no. Mm. not really I don't like the term guilty pleasure because it's bullshit but I guess this is one of my guilty pleasures but it's oh. a fun movie and Christian 90s, 90s Christian Slater in anything I'm in Andy what's your favourite 1991 film? well I can't remember the list that Penn said at the beginning so I'm going to say uh terminator 2 <laughs> i think that's probably difficult to beat from the 90s in general you rolled your eyes Science there of the lambs you rolled your hang on you rolled your eyes but do you disagree no i don't disagree you just fucking repeated <laughs> the same thing petty repeated like the one that won a bunch of oscars like go go for something oh i'm so fucking sorry mr coda one and i watched it you dick <sighs> honestly hey. it was a year for quite a lot of um sequels one film I I I I'd watched it when I was much. Or obviously, for people that don't know, I was born in this year, but I watched it. A few he keeps years trying later. to crowbar that in, and I wasn't going to. Just trying to. I think I'm the youngest one here, right? Mm-hmm. So. But a few years later, I watched Career Opportunities, and I fell in love with Jennifer Connelly, and that was one of my first loves of film. Was was Jennifer Connelly? Was and that Career Opportunities? I've never heard of that film. That was a 1991 film. It's a terrible film. Yeah, it seems to be a lot of sequels. We've got Neverending Story 2. Uh, oh, King Ralph. Um, Bride of Reanimator, which is a sequel. Obviously, Terminator 2 was a sequel. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. So it was a bit of a... Look at all the things that came out that were good. Let's make some more money. Will 1992 be a better year? We'll find out next week. Boys in the Hood also came out in 91, and that's supposed to be good. So there you go, that was my end. (laughs) You ruined it, but I've done it. Remember was it last year when we did our like streaming service of the year award yes and i was yeah, like yeah that was a few months ago 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thirty seconds ago, and I said, "Do you remember last year?" Yes. That accounts yes. for a few months ago. Fuck. Okay. Me. All right. All right. Angela. And I, I was, I was bigging up Disney Plus for all their quality content. Oh, yeah. So they have just released. I think the second episode of Moon Knight came out yesterday as we record. The first episode is very good. It's another sort of MCU adjacent Marvel series that will likely tie into the MCU as a whole. And it <laughs> doesn't really give much away in the first episode, apart from a guy who's got a personality disorder and appears to be absolutely off his tits and something to do with Egyptians. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. That's enjoyable. But I also... They've got some new animation out as well, and they have a series of Hitmonkey. You ever heard of Hitmonkey? No. So Hitmonkey is, I want to say, a minor Marvel character, but that might be unfair. But he's like a a monkey assassin. He is an assassin who is also a monkey. Now, I kind of wish he was like MVP monkey, but I'm assuming he's No, nothing's like depressed MVP monkey. Well, you say that. This is a monkey... (laughs) This is a monkey who is haunted slash friends with the ghost of Jason Sudeikis. Sorry, with who? Sorry, what? Who? Uh, Jason Sudeikis? Uh, no, I don't. Jason Sudeikis, perhaps. Thank you. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, see, now I don't like monkeys, but I really like Jason Sudeikis. So now... Uh, <laughs> what a dilemma to put yourself through. No. <laughs> I don't like monkeys, but I really like Jason. <laughs> so, he, wait, so so is this uh, is this like an anime or is this like a, a real... Uh, is is it a, a live-action monkey? monkey? Yeah, I want to know if it's a real monkey. No, it's not the 90s. <laughs> it's not. It's an oh. animated series. It has got, like, I don't want to say anime stylings, but it is drawn in that sort of style. Like an anime? Yeah, but I don't know if it's, like, true anime or not. My point is... It's cartoon it's pictures, is what you Cartoon pictures. <laughs> but not, not necessarily what? sourced from Japan. What are we talking about? It's cartoon pictures. Well, like I'm like, a five-year-old trying to understand It's not necessarily one. anime, I think. Like, all I want to know is it like kind of anime-ish. Like, that's it's all. A, yeah, it's, it's a cartoon animated. series. It's animated. So it centers around uh, Sudeikis' character who is a, a hitman. He dies, but he dies in like the mountains surrounded by a load of monkeys where he sort of escapes to finds this monkey tribe and then just hangs with them for some reason because he's he's just a weird dude he then gets murdered as does all the hit monkeys mates and then sadekis trains him up to become assassin of course and it is really quite graphic like much more graphic than i would expect from any sort of marvel series it's it's brutal are they going down DC route up, perhaps? Maybe they've seen what they've been doing with their animes and stuff. Well, I think it's partially done by Hulu as well, which probably gives them oh, a bit okay. more free reign. Uh, so it's, yeah. it's, I think it's, a, I assume it's a Hulu property that then got bought out. But it is, um, it's really good. It's got a fantastic soundtrack. It's graphic in quite a nice way. The story arc is interesting. It's a strong recommend if you're into that sort of, weird monkey business monkey business sort of almost really one punch man cartoon pictures sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so that's a strong recommend. Uh, and finally, to complete my week of nerdiness, we watched the first half of the first episode of the new Halo series. <laughs> we I'm started assuming you it. watched half because of the baby, not... Oh, no, God. no, no. So we, we started it because we wanted yeah. to hear the opening credits to see if they used the score. <gasps> oh. Wow, that is really fucking nerdy. <laughs> but then, like, it's 20 minutes in, so we watched the first 20 minutes till that credits, but then kept pointing out, like, oh, look, that's a warthog, and that's a needler, and <laughs> all the fucking super nerdy shit that was totally irrelevant. Like, Master Chief. Master Chief turns well done, up. Pen. If you're a fan of yeah, the... That's uh, the only thing I know about Halo. If you're a fan of the Halo games, it looks relatively accurate in terms of visuals. It looked a little bit low budget, but... It probably isn't. But they've been trying to do a Halo film for like nearly two decades since that first one came out. This feels like they might do a reasonable job because of how cinema is made these days. Not cinema. How TV is made these days. But it's a video game thing. It's not going to be good, is it? It's not going to end up good, is it? I agree with you. But also, I think the people that they've got involved are probably fans of Halo. I know... Uh, Pablo Schreiber is, is oh, a fan. Oh, I love of him. Pornstash. He is, he is Master Chief. Oh, oh. Yep. I mean, I don't know what Master Chief really sounds like, but I just I like him as Pornstash and a couple of other things that he's done. So it's a strange I don't choice. Know what, I don't know what Pornstash. That was his character means. in Orange Is the New Black. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. He was yes, also yes. Mad Sweeney in. He um, was. I love him in that. Uh, American he was Gods. a big and fit he was, leprechaun wasn't he, he was that? a handsome dude yeah yeah and that's you know that's all I've got time for really <laughs> <laughs> so half of hate so you can't give us a, a is it I a recommendation you, like a you recommendation. just want to tell us you watched half <laughs> watch an episode the first, watch the first half of the episode and then come back next week and I'll let you know can you give us a I'm review watching. of the first half oh, of the episode the, the first half. episode yeah, so I can't give watch you, the second half. We'll watch the second half when yeah. we inevitably get more than, you know, half an hour's piece. So, I will say this, the first, okay. ha- the first half of it was quite good, and it's sort of high combat um, and quite tense, so it's worth watching. Combat evolved, if you will. Oh, very good. Very yeah. good. I didn't very own an good. Xbox. <laughs> I, I just know did, this shit. It did feel like they were trying to cram as many like notable uh, Halo weapons so. in as possible. Like they haven't quite got to the sticky nades yet, but they will turn up. I think sticky nades. That sounds within... like something you'd use in worms. That sounds amazing. They're they're pretty good. Sticky nades. <laughs> I just want to see. I want to see four soldiers teabagging someone. <laughs> so I'm not watching. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you how how heavily they're leaning into it. This is going to be really quite nerdy. Dan, you know the energy swords? <laughs> I do know the purple energy sword, bluey energy sword, yes. Quite rare to get, generally. Yes, Apparently it it's is. in the first 20 minutes. It's, it's in the first 20 minutes and is used is more than anything else. Oh. Wow. Which is... Nice of you to join us. I, I frowned at, I'll be honest, I was a bit annoyed. Halo fans, we know there's many out there. Right in. Are you happy with that? Or do you want that energy sword? Are you going to protest that the energy sword is used too much in the first one? I don't know how much that costs how now if it's an energy sword. Fuck that. Yeah. I would have liked it if they sort of had that in the back pocket till like one of the later episodes and then just pulled it out at a point of desperation. But no. Anyway, we're getting down too nerdy down here. So uh, let's like move it. on. 
We should do it more often. <laughs> hey, do you know what else is great? The Muppets. Let's talk yeah! about that. Would you like to meet her? Not particularly, no. Come on. Cortana. Hello, Master Chief. I'm Cortana. Looks like you. Kind of you to say. I'm designed to look familiar. My voice and accent to be pleasant. I'm your built-in navigator, battle How strategist. Does it work? The system contains a hollow particle exciter, which means that she can appear to you in any environment. So it answers to my command? I see it as part of a partnership. And when I'm not deployed, where does it go? Doctor, he must not be aware what I'm capable of. On and off the field of battle, Thank I can... Thank you, Cortana. Oh. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you, Master Chief. I'll speak to you soon. I guess. Look at us, here we are, right where we belong. So you can guess who picked this film. Um, uh, this, uh, or film I'll have this week is The Muppets Take Manhattan from 1984. This stars Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> there are some or, people in it too. I guess Jim Henson. Uh, this was his last film before he died. Mm. And Frank John Landis is in it. Yes, he has a little cameo. There's a couple of... Uh, I didn't know that until the credit. There was a couple of cameos I did notice. I didn't notice that one until the credits. That was the first one I saw. Mm. I recognised him, and then I couldn't because he's so young in it. Because Brooke Shields mm. is in it as well. Yeah, and I totally missed that. I said, "Also young." Elliot Gould looks exactly the same. Yeah, uh, Joan Rivers changed well. her face like a million times. So <laughs> Joan Rivers yeah. looks Joan older Rivers, than she yeah. was when she died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Yes, this was Penny's choice. Um, not definitely through the randomness of the random gods definitely wasn't pulled out of the hat just to inflict pain on Andy after I mean it was pulled out to inflict pain on Andy whenever it came out whenever yeah it was a it was a joker card you know it was it was gonna come out at some point it's been there since day one and I uh, I've seen it I'll keep mine I did I did make notes because I think my notes are gonna be very similar to Andy's but let's just see we're we're always saying oh I bet Andy says this let's see let's see what he says I guess the Muppets have graduated from Danhurst College. That was a bit weird, wasn't it? <laughs> I never thought of them as, like going to college. A lot of this doesn't make sense at the start. <laughs> I'm sure. We'll do both do have we need the to put? Uh, so Dan sent us a, a message earlier saying a lot of his notes are him not suspending his disbelief. Yeah. So mm. I feel like I need to put in a disclaimer that this film is from 1986. It is for children. Eight. Eight four. Sorry, it is made for children. So uh, the is boys nitpicking though? at it. It's it's is a it bit though? it's a bit of but you remember they used to do in the eighties they like it's, it's like when you go to a panto, right? For uh, American listeners, pantos are British things that are fucking weird that you go to at Christmas yeah. and they're like a weird play where everyone knows what's going on and kind of EastEnders actors is, yeah, are usually in there. Soap, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Do it, and it's very strange. But they, they, they have bits for kids. It's for kids, but then there's like naughty jokes in it for the adults. And I feel like in the eighties, kids' films either were like killing off the parents in the first five minutes to make you sad, or you know, drowning your horse in the what was that bit called in the Neverending Story? I can't remember. But like with the horse, the lake, the lake of sadness. Yeah, like they were a bit more. So there's you know there's some there's some grown up jokes in this too because you know if you've got to take your kid to the cinema. Go and see it. 
But yeah, it's were for there, children. Be nice. Were there? Were there what? Well, no, but like Dan's going, is it for children? Like, it's not a grown-up movie, is it? If if I start thinking that way, then I will let off every film that is, it's for kids and not criticise it because it's for kids. So yeah. I'm not a kid. Animals I'm gonna United come would have got a high score. That's exactly. True. Every shit film we've seen <laughs> would have got a high score. Um, so I'm going to come, and, and let's be honest, I like the Muppets. I've told you this. I've mm-hmm. watched the Muppets. I watched the Muppet Show on the weekly television when that was out. I watched it all the time. So. On the weekly television. It was weekly. It was I the know, Muppet it's Show. just the way it you great. said it, like on the on the on the moving picture box. It was on the box. It was on uh, on the talkie box. Some box when we had four channels back in the day. I can't remember what channel it was on. Channel five. I don't know. It, you, didn't, it was. You, you just went. We had four channels. It was on channel five. Okay. When he <laughs> didn't have ITV. ITV. I, I, I don't even know what it, what channel it was on. Anyway, the Muppets, they have graduated from college and entertain the fellow graduates with their theatrical production of the Manhattan Melodies. This... Can I ask one just quick question? Sure. So, what timeline are we in with the Muppets here? Because, so they've graduated. So, has all their previous success... It's like every Muppet film, is it like a wipe? Is it like, we don't we don't talk about anything else that they've done before? I believe so. Is that sort of like Yeah. Okay. Maybe not the kind of... The Jason Siegel one. Because they have a bit of a backstory, but... What yeah, because they the, live off the Muppet, their legacy in that. Yeah, in so that the Muppet film, movie, yeah. they went on like a road trip around America... And then there was the Muppet Caper, which had something to do with New York and a newspaper, I think. So I think they are, the characters are always the same, but the the stories do not link as far as yeah, I can tell. Yeah, they, they live in their own entity. They, uh, upon the suggestion of taking, uh, of taking the show to Broadway, uh, the Muppets proceed with the idea. Certain they'll become stars instantly, but there's a bit of a twist here because... They have no jobs, so the first star in this film is a lot of them walking around trying to find money and, and things like that. They arrive in Manhattan, the group meet producer uh, Martin Price, uh, who sort of says, "Like, I like your idea, but you need to give uh, give me like three hundred each for it to yeah. work." Essentially, I did wonder if it was that easy. If we could have a Usual Suspects the musical, three hundred each. Yeah, I, I reckon guess. we could manage yeah. it. Be crap. <laughs> Muppets don't have money, so... Well, no, because they've just finished college. Yeah, I, I'm just struggling with the whole concept of Muppets having money. Why can't, why can't Muppets so, have jobs, Dan? Don't discriminate. I'm not discriminating. I mean, the, we'll get to it. Um, so uh, he has a conversation with them. He's, he's clearly just kind of trying to play them around a little bit. But mm. then suddenly the police arrive with an old woman... And the old woman goes, that man stole my life savings, arrest him. He's a con artist. Okay. Um, so he looks like he's gonna gonna leave and he takes uh, takes a chicken with him. Her name's Camilla. Yeah. Camilla. That's Gonzo's girlfriend. And uses Camilla as a weapon to get out of the room while the police are there <laughs> to leave. Well, he also room. takes Gonzo as he well, He takes Camilla and Gonzo hostage. Yeah. And Gonzo, and then Animal follows along. Oh, by the way, the previous scene, I completely forgot. Animal is chasing down a woman and screaming helplessly for her life, going, Woman, woman! Yeah, yeah woman but it was the it. 80s and he was trying to get into the entertainment industry. It makes perfect sense. 
Sure. Why? That's what Freddy Krueger did as well, I think. That's what he did. <laughs> well, I was trying to work out at one point which Muppet each of us would be. And I figured that Dan, the Dan has to be Kermit because he hosts and he runs the show. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm probably Animal because I just come in with stupid bits like singing and then going, ah, Master Chief, because... And then I couldn't really work out who Andy was. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of Andy, thought you, can't be you could group. have been fuzzy because you kind of pop up with like funny one-liners. Waka waka. Yeah. Or and I don't. <laughs> That's know, Andy. I don't know how much of your um, how good your Muppet knowledge is. There is a guy in the band Electric Mayhem who plays the saxophone, and he doesn't really say anything. And I think he just goes. Oh once in the film but he's quite grumpy and his name is Zoot and I figured he could be Andy. <laughs> Can I I, I would I would have picked the uh, the um one of the old men in the balcony or whatever their name is. Oh yeah, yeah I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. Statler Waldorf. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's point. that is me and Andy collectively I think me. Yeah, whenever Penn's them. talking about a horror film. Yeah, literally. That's fair. <laughs> Can I not be um, Muppet adjacent and be Oscar the Grouch? Yeah, because there's Sesame Street characters, spoilers mm. later. So you could, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, if Marvel could do it, so can. <laughs> <laughs> Muppets did it first. <laughs> Cross dimensional of universe. Well, that's the real MCU, is it? Muppet Cinematic Universe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get it. No, because you don't have to have watched all the Muppet movies for the next one to make sense, you see. Yeah, Yeah, because apparently they start from scratch and have no jobs, so we're going to watch them. Why are you so obsessed that Muppets can't be employed? I I don't know. Anyway, um, (laughs) so he gets arrested um, eventually, and and the Muppets are sort of like, oh, shit. Oh, no, now we have nowhere to go to sign our Broadway deal. Uh, they try a bunch of other producers to no avail, leading to the morale and finances taking a nosedive. They are homeless. They spend months, the... don't they? It's like June, July, Poor August, guys. Yeah. yeah, should have thought of that before you fucking went out with no money. Uh, they're homeless, living in lockers. Should have uh, planned ahead. Should have planned ahead, you fucking idiots. <laughs> they meet Pete and Jenny and Rizzo at a diner. One of the quotes from uh, Pete was... Uh, <laughs> Is Peoples. Peoples is Peoples. Peoples is Peoples. Yeah. Where Karma is like, sure. So cool. Uh, do, you think, do you think there's a weird sexual tension between Jenny and Kermit? No. I was just about to get to that. Oh, well, yeah. It's on the top of my yeah, list. It's a little bit. <laughs> How do you feel about the rats that work in the restaurant? Because the rats run the the rats uh, start off being waiters in the restaurant, but then people don't like being served their food by rats, so he moves them into the kitchen. How do you those I mean, those muppets have jobs? Is that okay? Good saving. It's just yeah. it's just early ratatouille, isn't it? Now I feel yeah. like Pixar stole the idea. Yep. I think this this whole film is quite depressing. <laughs> what? Because it's all about just like like I'm sure they're on like they're on below minimum wage, you know. <laughs> Everyone's they, just trying to get a job in this film, and it just feels like a job interview no, for an hour. No, they're following their dreams to be on Broadway. <laughs> they're getting, they're getting paid yeah, but, in soup. Yes, getting paid in soup. <laughs> so I also noticed this as well before they walk to the diner, and and this is just another concept question since since Penn is the expert. There's a man in the background with Muppets on his hand, like he's he's doing like a thing on on the street. Oh, is now, that? How do the Muppets feel? Like, would they take <laughs> offense by that? No. So if that was a human using another human on their hands. As no, a, Dan, because no? they are Muppets 
not puppets. Puppets, are, you know how Punch and Judy are puppets and they're not real people on people's hands? Are you offended yeah. by that? If you, if I but, had a little, but we little know, puppet? he's he's not a puppet, so he's not going to be offended. But neither are Muppets. That's why they're called Muppets, not puppets. Yeah, but they're they're very nope. close. You would say mm, they're yeah? not the same because Muppets are alive and puppets are not. Is okay, it- no, no, no. Now that's the problem here is that you're going with the concept of the Muppets are alive. Now I understand in these films the humans pay no attention to the Muppets and it's like a normal thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. like, they walk around and everyone's they're, like, they're alive. oh, it's Kermit. Yes. And it's like, mm. that's just a normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. What I struggle to get at is how everyone has this same idea of, like, oh. Because that, you know, you know how in Marvel, I don't want to, I don't, because you don't like Marvel, but you know how yes. in the Marvel universe or the DC universe, superheroes are a thing and everyone's just like, yeah, cool. It's sure. like that. Everyone's just like, Muppets are a thing. I assume it's it's just the same as like in the Power Rangers universe, they have kaijus and stuff. Yeah. I assume they're just like, oh, it's just something that exists. Or Pokemon. Yeah. It's exactly like that. There's just digital monsters. Except in this (laughs) case, they're made of felt. They're not digital. (laughs) I I just always wonder what a land would be like with Muppets and, and humans. Well, now you'll know. If you watch all the movies, you'll find out. They'll get jobs. They'll get married. And they'll will live they lovely be, lives. Will they be allowed to vote? Mm. Like, what's the political landscape like? With Could you Muppets? have sex with one without going to jail, or is that? <laughs> I think so, because Jenny, Jenny's up for that, isn't she? Sorry, you were talking about. I thought you sorry, meant your what? sister. Sorry, no. I genuinely thought you meant Jenny. Oh Bennett. yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. I thought you. No. Oh my god, I was like, what? In the movie, I'm trying to host and get us back on track because you guys are just talking about. Muppet I'm not. Sex. I'm trying to derail this. Completely. I know. <laughs> Okay. I know what you're up so, to, Lally. I can't believe so they, Jenny Bennett wants to fuck up. No, she didn't. Fuck off. You'll get me in trouble. Stop it. She doesn't. That's the title of this episode, right? <laughs> she won't listen. They go uh, to the diner, um, and while Karma is sort of like trying to get food and stuff, and then trying to negotiate a deal to get a job to get said food for 12 bowls of soup, um, the rest of the Muppets are thinking about how... They feel like they're becoming a burden to Kermit the Frog because uh, he snapped at them earlier on the street. He, he said, fuck you. <laughs> he said, uh, I don't know what to say. Like, he's just annoyed. He's very stressed out, Kermit. He needs to just he's chill. He's the leader, you know, isn't he? So they all look to him and then it's a lot. He needs a drink. He's living in a locker. Uh, the rest of the Muppets uh, eventually decide to... <laughs> The rest of the Muppets eventually agree to go their separate ways. So they secretly decide that they're going to say, uh, they're going to lie to Kermit when he comes back to the table and say, oh yeah, we have jobs from out of town that suddenly came in. All of us. I don't know why they couldn't have got jobs in New York. That was one of the, that was one of the few problems I had with this movie. You could just get a job in New York. You don't have to leave the state. <laughs> also, dick move. Fuck that. Some friends they are just going Not like dick moves. They don't. They don't want to be. We're going to leave him by himself with no job. Yeah, but by they're all himself. by themselves with no jobs. They're going to go find yeah. their At own. At least jobs. they have each other. At least they have each other. Now they're but saying, they would "Fuck Kermit." To death We're going to go elsewhere. No, you're taking. You're being silly. I'm not. This. That's. That's how I, I'm reading it, though. I think it was so they didn't have the guilt of like living with each other and knowing they hadn't succeeded. Instead, they've gone off to make something of their own lives. Yeah. 
got a, you know they're trying to follow their dreams it's not working you wanted them to be you know you're like oh fucking idiots didn't go with any money well now they're trying to go and get money and live with their move on with their lives and you're like oh it's fucking dicks can't win yeah it's a positive message that they're able to no, sort of they're lying to him how is this a positive message this well they're is not really li- like they say this they've got job o- they're not really lying they say they've got job offers they don't but they just don't go and get jobs instead why don't they just be honest? Why can't we have honesty in friendships anymore, right? No. <laughs> Apparently that's dead. Apparently you got to lie your he way He really out of went this. into this, didn't he, with how am I going to be a complete me. dick? <laughs> I just want to point out that this isn't me doing it. No. I'm being quite oh, yeah. positive about it. Everyone decides to get new occupations, uh, but uh, Miss Piggy has other ideas and she, throughout the film, will be keeping an eye on Kermit through various she's a little disguises. bit jealous I mean she's always that's always the case it's because Jenny wants to fuck Kermit mm. uh, that Jenny yep um, <laughs> a Muppet rides a bike though wasn't that impressive Jenny wants to ride a Muppet oh. though disappointed by the development Kermit vows to make the show a hit and enlist the assistance of the dino owner Pete and his daughter Jenny who is an aspiring fashion designer and the diner staff of rats led by Rizzo, who we also talked about earlier. Yeah, I'm I'm fully on board the I mean, is it do you think Kermit wants to bang Jenny or or Jenny wants to bang Kermit? I'm not really too sure. I, I went back and forth throughout the entire film thinking who Kermit's in more. a committed relationship with Miss Piggy at this point. Yeah. That's mm. why he kept referring to her a little bit. He's like, Oh, Piggy likes mm. this and, and Jenny was sort of like, Yeah, whatever. So what about us? <laughs> It was sort of like that a little bit. I'm hurting Penny's feelings right now, and I know. Just, I can just hear your voice it. going. We've got to get it. through this. I got to do it. I got to do it. It's it's for the entertainment. I got to give I, my stupid, realistic expectations. We of are Muppets like film. we're not even half a page down yet. Oh, don't worry. There's not much left. Um, so <laughs> it's a shitty horror film. Got to wrap it up. But you know, <clears throat> carry on. Uh, attempting to promote the show, Kermit poses as an eccentric producer, bragging about his musical quality, uh, where he wears an afro and a big pink suit. That f- and a big yeah. pink suit and a big like but is it a cravat? Does suit him? I think does it's a cravat. Yeah. 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 The, the the afro is not his best look. <laughs> no. Very seventies Kermit, I thought. Yeah. That's when he try- he goes into John Landis's office and gives yeah. him. He does. I mean, the balls on that frog to just fucking he he just goes up to the receptionist, doesn't he? And he's like, "I need to see." We're good friends. We're yeah, good friends. and just manages to like get into his office and see him. But John Landis just cannot keep a smile off his face. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, he was ecstatic to see That's Kermit. I met Kermit, and it was one of the best days of my fucking life. Says a lot. <laughs> I met Kermit the Frog and Pepe the Prawn, and it was amazing. Yeah, no Pepe the Prawn in it, so I was a bit disappointed. No, Pepe the Prawn wasn't born. Mm. No Beaker. I don't, know. I don't know what the fucking... No, Pepe the Prawn wasn't born until like the What's 90s. Beaker? Beaker uh, was uh, in the final in scene. In the lab. Yeah, he was, was at, he the in wedding, the there at the wedding. Yeah. Oh, shit, I must have missed him. Oh, spoilers, oh. spoilers. Anyway. The musical's about people getting married. Just, you know, they do talk about that. Oh, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't mentioned it. No, because so it's not jo- <laughs> talking about Muppets fucking. Uh, Pepper the Prawn wasn't born until 1996. All right. 
Oh, great. I didn't know that. Or introduced. I don't know what they're... What's the star sign? <laughs> <laughs> so John, yes, he gets the script from Kermit and uh, immediately discards it after uh, Kermit makes his exit. So poor Kermit. He's, he's trying his best. He helped have a little bit of help from his friends, but it's all right. Kermit then poses as a famous playwright, having the rats uh, insert a caricature. I will get to the letters... That uh, is coming up. After, this yeah. Wikipedia is just a yeah, little bit yeah. backwards at times. Uh, but yeah, Kermit then poses as a famous playwright having the rats insert a character picture uh, of Sordi's restaurant by replacing Eliza Manelli's picture with it. And she comes in and notices it's missing. Uh, she asks Vincent Sordi if she did something wrong. It's a very famous restaurant. I had never heard of it. If she did something wrong to get it removed. Yeah, it's a really famous restaurant in New York and they have pictures, like mm. caricatures of the famous people everywhere. So he goes there and gets oh, the okay. rats to do a whisper campaign, which is good, but it's the way the rats, rats are all, like, in a restaurant. The it? rats are under the table going, oh, look, it's that big, like it's that fancy producer who's done Manhattan Melodies. And this man immediately goes, what's Manhattan Melodies that I've heard so much about? I'm like, <laughs> you wouldn't just mm. like, you just overheard one person in a restaurant go say something you would just immediately go what's this they're talking about and then the rats get bored and they appear and like andy said rats in a restaurant people don't like it and fun they... fact that caricature is still there i believe oh what of kermit yeah <gasps> is it oh I believe cool. so. uh when they discover uh, liza's picture near kermit this causes kermit and the rats get thrown out of the restaurant uh i just want to talk about sorry uh <laughs> piggy's job and the weird scene with joan rivers where they have a mental breakdown oh yeah 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 there's, yeah, there's yeah. a there's a bit of social commentary where piggy is in it she's wearing a trench coat and she's spying on kermit and she gets catcalled by a bunch of construction men yeah which is really awkward and the fact that she's literally in a trench coat and they're all hitting on her yeah is uh kind of gross but she works at a perfume stroke makeup counter with joan rivers mm. and she comes back and she's sad because she's seen kermit with them um, with Jenny and to cheer her up Joan Rivers is like oh I'll give you a makeover and then they sniff glue and something <laughs> don't it's like that absolute I mean I know that Joan Rivers and Frank Oz had a couple of G&Ts beforehand ah. to loosen each other up but she does act like she's on something far far stronger yeah it's a bit like it reminded me of like the laughing gas in um, Little Shop of Horrors. They like hmm. she starts off putting a bit of rouge on her, and she's like, "Do you know what you need? You need eyebrows." And Piggy's like, "Pigs don't have eyebrows." And she's like, "Well, you're gonna have eyebrows." But then they just end up looking like two children have got into a makeup kit and hmm. attacked each other, which was weird. It's the maniacal laughing that really, <laughs> really was weird. Yeah, Joan Rivers is quite scary. <laughs> and then we get to the letters. Kermit learns from the letters that Scooter got a job as a house manager and movie theatre in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, where he finds the Swedish chef. <laughs> Who explains 3D. <laughs> he explains 3D. <laughs> Just throws popcorn at him. Throws um, popcorn. I don't know if you feel it. Like, this is not a dig at the Muppets, but I always find the, the human hands on Sweet Chef a bit old. Like, yeah. just all the time. I'd never known that until Kat mentioned it to me. And then the second not? I saw it, I was like, oh, good fucking God. Well, and now yeah. the Swedish chef's married because whoever does, because um, there's some, there's new Muppet content on Disney Plus and 
uh, whoever's doing the Swedish chef's hands now forgot to take his wedding ring off. So now they've had to write into it that the <laughs> Swedish chef is married. <laughs> That's genius. Love that. Uh, Fozzie Bear joins some other bears in hibernating. Okay, he, he's getting laid with a fucking bear. No, he isn't. Why are you obsessed with Muppet That bear was that bear. like, let cuddle. Yeah, Let's but they get didn't. cuddling. Oh, come oh, on. They, was, they were definitely spooning. Oh, they were spooning. That lady bear was all over him like I've a rash. I've spooned people that I haven't had sex with. I don't know about you guys. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Dr. C and Electric Mayhem. Sorry, who? Gig and Pitts. And Electric Mayhem? Dr. Teeth. Yeah, Dr. C, Teeth, and the Electric Mayhem <laughs> okay. have a gig. Yep. The fuck in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, performing in a retirement home. So things are going well. Uh, the great Gonzo and Camilla Chicken are trying to make a successful water skiing act in Michigan. And Rolf, is it Rolf? I don't yes, know how you pronounce Rolf, it. Yeah, the Rolf. The dog is working at the dog kennel in <laughs> Delaware, uh, where the guy, I remember the guy coming in Schnuckum. and selling him to, sh- to sit and stay. So how did you feel about this? Treating so like for the audience, Rolf is obviously wrong. a Muppet. It's so wrong. And he's working in a dog kennel, looking after dogs. And I believe all of the dogs in the rest of the scene in the kennels are also Muppets. Yeah. But then a man yes. brings in a real life dog called Schnookums. <laughs> and he tells Rolf that um, he needs to only feed schnookums quiche which is not good for a dog you can't, shouldn't really give a dog that much pastry quiche is delicious if that's what you get fed as a dog i'm all in you will die an early death if you feed your if you're a dog that eats quiche i've eaten a lot yeah, of quiche as well so i might what be a life to live so how did you feel about that dan the mix of of muppet dogs and real like and so you've got fucked up obviously got, it's like pluto and <laughs> pluto and goofy isn't it because Goofy's yeah. a dog, but he wears clothes. And, and Pluto's a dog. it's nothing like... No, 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 no. Yeah, because, it's nothing like no, that. Because Rolf is, Rolf is running the kennel, and the other dogs that are Muppets are in the kennel. So it's like Goofy's running yeah. the kennel, and Pluto's in the kennel. You've got it's a dog. Like, a, a and then a real dog. Puppet, a puppet dog running a <laughs> puppet dog jail, <laughs> where then a real dog comes in to go into this jail. And then the man comes in and treats the guy who's working there like, like a, a dog. dog. <laughs> what Which the is fuck? Genius. It's, it's, it's weird. He tells him to sit and shake and stay. It's clever. It's like... It's like if I, I wouldn't want to live in this it? world. It's, it's not... They don't up. get used to it. It's just like a boarding kennel for a bit while the people are on holiday. You've it's got, like lo- you've got Muppet labouring laws that need review and you've got fucking dogs <laughs> looking after dogs in fucking kennels that are not really dogs even though a dog comes in. Like, what the fuck is going on here, Muppets? How do you feel about Goofy and Pluto while we're here? Goofy and Pluto is completely different. Because Goofy and Pluto are free as a bird, and they don't, like, they're always happy. Pluto's not free. He wears a collar and a leash and is Mickey's bitch. I bet he does. I bet. (laughs) Let's not make this weird. (laughs) Weirder. Weirder. The, the other side of this is we've got Muppets who are struggling and are in debt, who are trying to get some money. And the only way this dog Muppet can get money is by working in a place with other Muppet dogs in a fucking prison. How fucked up is that? Does he's anyone just, not? I kind of wish I'd watch this with Dan. He's just one bad day away. Like he has one bad shift and he is now in that cage. Yeah. It's a boarding kennel. It's not. They're not going to get euthanized. The humans are going to pick them up after they come back from holiday. 
do you think when he goes home he just is like you know the fuck my life kind of face and he just looks yeah. in the mirror at himself and thinks like what have i done to myself i used to be a big time until i left my friend kermit on his own and now now look at me do you think i think he's really depressed in that job i'm gonna be honest probably well he said he was humiliated so yeah they all want yeah. to be back together it's sad uh so while in central park jenny from the block uh, comforts Kermit about his losses. Uh, I put in brackets. Jenny runs fucking weird. Well, she has yeah. to run. They go. They go jogging. It's not to, how you run. So one Kermit's upset, and she's like, "Let's go jogging." And I was with Piggy because Piggy is following them, and she's like, "Oh no, not jogging." I was like, "I was with her on that one," but she can't jog properly because Kermit is tiny. Cat jog. <laughs> well, he can ride a bike. She's, she sort of like looks she has, like she's, she's running like quicker. Yeah, but she kind of moves but her arms. Her to... arms are moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a walk with the arms movement. But yeah, it's a bit strange. Anyway, yeah, Miss Piggy's watching. It's how um, my really tall friends have to slow down when they walk next to me because my legs aren't long enough. <laughs> it's so you exactly can relate like to this that. Scenario. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Suddenly, a thief steals uh, her purse, and Miss Piggy borrows a pair of roller skates. Furiously chases, uh, gives chase until she captures him, but reunites with Kermit in the process, and they make up. Can we, I know we're suspending, well, some of us are suspending our disbelief that Muppets and people live together and things, but we all know how Muppets work. Is that not mm. fucking impressive, though, that they've got Miss Piggy on skates in Central Park skating along and you can't see any strings or... It's a human stunt double. Yeah, but what about when he rides a bike? That's not human stunt double because it's Kermit. No, that's not, but the Piggy had a human stunt double specifically yeah. for Central Park. But I apologise, I know I'm sort of taking you out of it a little bit. but No, I kind of figured that it was, to be fair, but I did look it up. But like the, the stuff that they do with the Muppets, especially back in 1984, do we not think like, you know, I like practical effects. Yeah, I think effects. it's impressive, yeah. The bit where they were walking down the street and you can all see, like before they oh, their feet. go their separate ways. And their feet. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. I thought it looked... You know, well ahead of its time. You're going to miss out my favourite part. What's your favourite part? Just chip on in. I'm reading the Muppet script. Babies. Oh, God. God. So yeah. it's very odd, but I, it's my favourite part of the film, uh, apart from it's, the end. Um, I found it genuinely haunting. Yeah, I found I it I recorded it, Jenny and I sing it, as in Jenny Bennett, not Jenny Muppet banger. Um, and I <laughs> sing, it, sing it at each other quite a lot. And I recorded it while I was watching it. <laughs> Piggy wishes that she'd met. They go on like a romantic horse and carriage ride around Central Park. And they love each other. And Piggy's like, I wish I'd met you sooner. And then they have a flashback. Well, not a flashback because it didn't happen. But like she's imagining that they met as babies, which doesn't really make any sense. But it does because Muppet Babies, I think, was all, was a cartoon at this point. Came out two months afterwards. Oh, after my research. So they, uh, uh, research. shovel that in there for the yeah. people to watch later. Um, <laughs> and they they have a little. There's a little sing and song and dance number about how she's going to always love Kermit, and it's very nice. But then she does wake up in his lap, sucking on her thumb in the carriage, and that was fucking weird. <laughs> so I wasn't sure where you were going there. <laughs> well, you watched the film. She well, was sucking her thumb. It would have like been Jenny baby. who was sucking on someone else. Kermit then receives a letter from a producer, <laughs> Bernard Crawford, uh, who's interested in the musical. However, when Kermit goes uh, to actually see him, it's actually a letter written from his son, Ronnie Crawford, 
who is struggling to prove himself as a producer, but believes that Manhattan Melodies is good. How does he know it's good? It's, I would have seen the script. Yeah, I assumed that in the four or five months oh. at the beginning where they were literally sending it to everyone that he managed to, like his dad maybe chucked it or, you know, he found it in his office and he read it and he liked it. Yeah, Bernard himself is hesitant but agrees to fund the show. Uh, a thrilled Kermit, just on the highest of highs right now. He's finally done it, heads back to the diner, but oh no, he walks into traffic and gets hit by a car and dies. That's the end of the film, Penny was. <laughs> I've written, it was quite dark, wasn't it? I was going to say, probably the only bit that Andy liked is Hermie get hit by a car, but I feel like I should apologise to Andy because <laughs> that's the only bit that Dan liked by the sound of it. Yeah, it was, I don't it was, want Kermit getting hit by a car. You just, just question- died. <laughs> he doesn't die. Well, no, I was making a funny joke that didn't obviously wasn't that funny, but yes, there you go. <laughs> God. It was quite dark, I thought, like yeah. particularly for a, a kid's film. Like it just... Although I guess it does teach the importance of looking both ways before crossing the road, and that's what when your movie script has been or your musical script has been accepted. In general, you know that's the sort of thing that Big Bird would say, and I'm glad that Green Cross in some way it reminds me of a formative traumatic experience I had as a child Uh, when I was in a buggy. I used to have a toy Kermit. His name was Mermit because I couldn't say Kermit. And uh, apparently one day we were crossing the road and I dropped Mermit in the street. My mum got us to the other side and I was crying. But by then the traffic had started. I was crying because I wanted my Kermit. And then a car ran over him and his ping pong ball eye popped off. And I screamed. (laughs) Um, And eventually when the traffic stopped, my mum managed to rescue Mermit. Uh, He had surgery. And he he was he was better afterwards. But did that, he make a full recovery? He did make a full recovery, but wow. that was a did formative he? traumatic experience. Tease and peace. Tease in and peace. my well, that explains a lot about your you know psychiatric health. <laughs> did he get amnesia? <laughs> is my question. Um, yeah, he did he get amnesia? I never asked him. <laughs> if I couldn't say Kermit, there's no way I could fucking say amnesia. <laughs> the rest of the Muppets are summoned back to New York, uh, only to discover that Kermit has disappeared. Where is he gone, our best friend that we abandoned? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Remind me never to try and get a job and better my life and leave Dan, because I'll be a dick. I gotta make some jokes, sorry. (laughs) At the hospital, Kermit's doctor discovers that he has lost lost memory of his life. Uh, He makes his way to Manson Avenue, where he meets a trio of frogs, Bill, Gil, and Jill, who work in advertising and offer him a job when he comes up with a slogan, uh, he takes the job that takes the job and begins going by Phil. The rest of the Muppets search for Kermit with Gonzo at one point trying to persuade Mayor Edward Koch Koch to assist. Must have been something 80s. I do like, well, I don't like that he's been hit by a car. He mm, has yeah. amnesia. He doesn't know who he is. And the hospital are like, well, we can't help you start a new life. Off you go. Bye. Here's some clothes. Yeah. See you later. I, l- I like that they test his reflexes because he's got amnesia. <laughs> yeah. Like he's forgotten how nerves work. Yeah. And she like twists his leg round and round and round and round because he's a Muppet. And she's like, yeah, you've definitely got amnesia. And then she tries to convince him he's an Italian man and an Italian yeah. nudist because he's not wearing yeah. any clothes. And he's like, I don't feel Italian. What, what I like about this is that even when he gets hit by a car... The first thing he does is look for a job. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> yeah, he does. 
This, his work this is like ethic is job strong. center at the fucking film. It's just him constantly going <laughs> for a job. I suppose, to be honest, I suppose it's probably if there's one thing he might remember, it's it's that because mm. it was kind what, of on his mind. Where the was whole he time, going? Because he didn't mean to. Yeah, he came up with a slogan when he met was a Bill. Yeah, but Joel. he was looking for a different yeah. floor. What was he looking for? Was he looking for a uh, recruitment agency? So he was looking for a job. Reed, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like that. He, was, he was yeah looking for the job center, and then he just met some some frogs. <laughs> the job center. <laughs> I want this to be like a realistic uh, a set in like realistic England, England. with <laughs> Muppets, and just have a just let them go and see what happens. They work at none of the Muppets would be trying to get jobs put it that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> So yeah, rest them up as a social recurrent. Uh, I'm trying to find him. Uh, Bill Gill, Bill, uh, Bill J- Gill and Jill. <laughs> it's so easy to look at it and just say it, but fucking hell, my brain. Bill Gill, Jill, and Kermit end up visiting Pete's <laughs> diner where Kermit's friends recognize him when he plays the show show's opening number with spoons and a glass of water. How cool. As he starts playing together again. Oh, no. But also, he's a dick when he's got amnesia. He's really quite mean to them. I know he doesn't know <laughs> who they are, but he's horrible to them. He's probably just thinking of different advertising slogans for the water. Also, <laughs> water the gets- glasses sounded a bit flat to me. Didn't quite have the right melody. Six out of ten. Didn't have the Manhattan <laughs> melody that you wanted. No. no. Maybe he lost his... Uh- his musical talent when mm-hmm. he got hit by that car. And he was never the same since. <laughs> At the Biltmore Theatre <laughs> on opening night, uh, the Muppets try to help Kermit remember. 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 Kermit, another, remember. Another 90s reference. When Kermit laughs at the idea of being in love with Miss Piggy. See? Mean. She karate chops him, as she normally does in everything. Uh, and that restores his memory. <laughs> now, do you remember when? Did you ever think that quicksand was going to be more of a big deal than it was because yes, of cartoons? I think. Yes. I feel like I knew that from things in the nineties that if anyone gets a bump on the head and forgets things, you have to bump them on the head again so they remember. Hmm. Well, and also that karate chops are like super dangerous because they're in Austin Powers as well. Yeah. Well, she can karate chop him across the room. If she wants to. Is Karate Chop more, I guess, suitable in a film like this rather than like a full-on punch? I guess well, I don't know. She's always Karate Chops. Like, well, that's she's not her got thing. fists. Or slap. Like, you wouldn't slap. I, no, she's, I that's her thing. She always Karate Chops. She always has to. Yeah. It's because it's she doesn't have a glove of knives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or that. She could cut so, into ribbons with that. <laughs> so Kermit's memory's back. Hooray! As Yay. the Muppets are about to get in place for the show's opening number, the Muppets ask Kermit, if their new friends can watch from backstage, Kermit, realizing the show needs more Muppets, suggests that the Madison Avenue frogs, dogs, and bears, and chickens, and, and others become extras in the whole thing. And they all have a great show, fantastic success, wedding, box office wedding, numbers. Pig and Froggy Wedding, somebody's getting married, which I sang all day the day Jenny got I'm married. I'm not going to sing the songs, but yes, Penny will be here for, <laughs> for any sing alongs. <laughs> So then, then we get to see the then we get to see the musical. We get to see Manhattan Melodies. We do. Any thoughts? Wedding, long. wedding, pig and froggy wedding. Yeah. It was. It yeah. felt really it's, long. It's mm. literally 
just the part where they get married, isn't it? So there's the yeah. song about them getting married and getting then cake. getting cake and Piggy walks up the aisle to Kermit because there's a bit at the very beginning where Piggy talks about them getting married, but they don't. That Kermit says they don't have any money because hmm. they all, they're all like, let's take it to Broadway, let's take it, and he's like, no, we can't. And she's like, well, if we did, we could have the money to get married, yeah. and so that she can lock him down and get him away from Jenny. He's standing at the altar, and Miss Piggy shows up, and it's a real minister because Kermit yeah. says, "I thought Gonzo was playing the minister," and she's like, Haha. "Yeah." So then she. Like, tricks. she traps him. Yeah, she traps him into a marriage that, that he doesn't want. Legally binding, <laughs> if you're tricked into a wedding. Does that make that right? Yeah. <laughs> All he wanted was a bit of Jenny, and then no, no, she wanted a bit of him. <laughs> Instead, his fingers are going to smell like bacon for the rest of oh, his life. Oh, you are disgusting. Does, <laughs> Does... <laughs> you had to go at me? Have a go at him. Does Jenny appear after this bit? I can't yes, remember. Yes, there's one. Oh no, she doesn't because it's literally no. She doesn't. No, because she's it's gone. Piggy's, right? Piggy's killed her. No, it's not that. It's because that's it literally, what I thought. It ends at the end of the play. <laughs> yeah, but where is she? She's like not. She's not in the play. Present. No, because yeah, she's but, not in the play. But there is no aftermath. It's literally they get married, and that's like in the play, and it's yes. like curtains down. That's the end of the movie, so you wouldn't see her. Yeah, but like you got to remember, like when Kermit was at his lowest, she helped, and I just yeah. find well, yeah, it no, weird because the end is so abrupt. It's literally it's supposed to be like the curtain coming down on the on the end of the me- of the musical. Yay! The I, end. Yeah, that's that that's fine. There just but seems some loose ends. There's a lot of loose ends well, here. No, that I'm just like, do you? I mean, you want to know every character what happens at the end? You know, after the course, movie stops. I've sat, You're yes. being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching an hour and a half movie. I want to know how properly how the story is. Someone that we've invested time in. They're friends with exactly. benefits, and the benefit is that she made the so costumes for the play. So what happened to what happened to Gosling after Drive after he walked off at the end? What happened to him? Oh, don't you bring Ryan into well, this? What happened to him? Ryan out of this. What happened to him? <laughs> what happened to him in the rest of his life? The loose life? ends. No, don't you start me on Drive because I'll get what mad. What happened with this. to him? The- it's a genuine the, question. The loose ends were already tied up. The, his best friend, the, the girl, and the kid—that was all tied up. He didn't. That he was didn't the need end. Anymore. Jenny. Yes, that was the end. That was the end. They finished their play, and they carried on being on Broadway. Jenny still Ten. worked at the diner. What happened to Goslin? What happened to him for the rest of his life? When did he die? Did he get married? Like, did he have children? I want no, to know everything. Where's the about, sequel? I, I'd watch a sequel where I'm nothing not, happens. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about, I want to know the rest of Jenny's life story from now on. I'm not talking about that. I'm just surprised that it, she doesn't turn. Nah, no, it's a very abrupt ending. You are correct. Yes, that's all. I, I, I'm just surprised there's no like, well, thanks for everything, Jenny and Pete. You were a real good help when I didn't have anything. That's unnecessary, and all my, though. And all my friends left me. You were a real good fucking help. That's, no, that's, that's all what I It's supposed to be the curtain call. Of the play, that's what it is. It's how it. it's how a lot of those sort of sixties and fifties musicals end. end is that they end on a high point. Because they get married I've now got, and forever. Let me finish this. Let me finish I've got this. A, I've got a question for Penn, just really quickly. Oh, okay. In the wedding crowd, mm. what are those gammy-looking potatoes uh, with like the babies behind it? Yeah, the babies. What are they? they are Jenny's Jenny Bennett's. Now I have to differentiate. Least favorite. Muppets, there are so in the wedding um in the wedding party you get 
some of the Sesame Street characters to get Bert and Ernie. Fraggle Rock. Yeah. You get were they Fraggles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uncle oh. Travelling Matt from Fraggle Rock. Oh yeah. Rock. Uh yeah, and then you get some of the weird people Muppets that they used to have in the T V yeah. show. So because part of the song, what are the lyrics? It's like days go passing day by years go passing day by day you know because they're singing about getting mm. married and being forever so they have a line where these tiny weird gross little babies sing and then these really old like people they don't do well with people muppets no they look like tumors like if someone has drawn a or it's like stuck googly eyes on a nutsack yeah they <laughs> that's that, exactly i never really liked the people like. muppets i don't like unless they do like an over the top but when they try and do like realistic looking ones like that they're creepy and weird. I think it's the flesh colour that they can't nail. Because Scooter's okay, because he's yellow, isn't he? So, or orange or something. Yeah, he's not a person, though. I mean, like... Um, what is he? He's not a fucking Scooter. <laughs> no, but he's not a person. Like, there was a newsreader who was supposed to be a person. In the later series, there was a gangster who had a hen- monkey henchman. <laughs> he was supposed to be a person. Guy Smiley what? from Sesame Street. He's a person. I want to see more of him. A gangster with a pet monkey. Yes, please. Yeah, he's in... Uh, yeah. He doesn't turn up till later on. He appears in like Muppets Tonight. So he's not until the 90s either. Shit, have we gone full circle? Is he Hit Monkey? <laughs> he might be. And Sudeikis. <laughs> Imagine that. Anyway, let's finish this off, shall we? Yeah. We're nearly done. <clears throat> so yes, the show is a success, uh, culminating in what is intended to be stage wedding between Kermit and Miss Piggy's characters, only for the real minister instead of Gonzo as originally intended to appear, uh, with all the Muppets, Sesame Street Muppets, uh, Uncle Travelling Matt from Fraggle Rock are present. The film ends with marriage, Kermit, and Miss Piggy. The did, did you know that Miss Piggy and Kermit separated in 2015? Yeah, he's got a girlfriend, hasn't he? Yeah. They broke up. It doesn't say. It says they ended their relationship. So I don't know if that wedding actually. There's counted. only so, okay. Look, there's only so much I can suspend my disbelief. What do you mean they broke up? What What do you mean? It's on the internet. They were. T- they've been together since <laughs> the eighties. Br- but what do you mean? Like you're at, you're you're talking to me like it's in, oh, in the later series of the Muppets. They have yes. separated and they're no longer married. Like divorced. I don't. It, nowhere does were... it say divorce, so I don't think they ever got married. But I think, so they met no in 1976. What does this say? An official engagement was announced in 1979. <sighs> okay. In 1984, which was this one, they had their first wedding. They broke up on the Today Show. I didn't know any of this. They broke up on the Today <laughs> Show in 1990. In 1993, they revealed they were in a domestic partnership on the Larry King Show. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it went a bit wonky in 1996. 2005, Piggy said they were married in their hearts. They split up and got back together in 2011. Jesus Christ. 2014, they seemed to be planning a wedding. And in 2015, they officially split with a statement from Miss Piggy on Twitter. And they are still friends. <laughs> Why are they turning the Muppets into the fucking... The Kardashians. Oh, yeah, like, I didn't realise it was that why? up and down. Yeah, why? Why is this? Why? Well, not all it's relationships so run smoothly, Dan. They oh, can't Penn, help it. I'm talking about Muppets announcing that they're breaking up. I'm telling Come you, on. I've met Kermit in real life and it was incredible. All right, Penny, what do you think of this? Film? I love this movie. Do you? It is my favourite of all the Muppet movies. It's much better than Muppets of the Caribbean. Muppets from Space, 
It's better than Muppet's Christmas Carol by a long shot. But that's mostly because I hate Christmas. Probably. That's your your problem. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, As we have learned, I have a long line of Muppet history in my life and in my family. So, yeah, this is great. The songs are banging. I was singing them way after the movie had finished. So sorry, neighbours. Yeah, it's a, if you don't like Muppets, then you're never going to fucking like it. But if you do like Muppets or you've got kids that like Muppets or something, it's a fun It's a fun one. Uh, seven out of ten. Andy, you've been quiet today, haven't you? <laughs> no, I've been involved. I've been, he did loads of research. I'm very proud of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 as, in, as in you're what we expected. That's because we're fighting oh, okay. and he's just watching. Yeah, I'm the one causing the ruckus here. Three out of ten. Fair. That's more than I thought it was going to get. I was dated. It was supposed to be funny and it was not. It was really dull. It was just tiresome shit. Three out of ten. (laughs) 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 Which is weird because that's exactly how I expected it to go, but I thought you would give it less, but fair. It is very dated, but then so am I. (laughs) I just assumed that it was supposed to be funny. Like, all I ever hear is, oh, the Muppets are hilarious. And at no point were there any jokes that were actually worth laughing at. The the highlight, you know, the the Muppets that should have been in it, Bunsen Honeydew. Yeah. And and Beaker, and they're not there. Yeah, but Beaker's not good in a musical, is he? Oh, he's fantastic. Well, neither's fucking Camilla, because she just squeaks. (laughs) Oh, my God, no. So... The, the chickens all doing the William Tell Overture. <laughs> that was good. It was, it was this terrible. is Paddy's humour. <laughs> yeah. We just found it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I begrudgingly watched it. I was told that I was sighing a lot while I was watching it. <laughs> what did Cat think? What did Cat think of it? I was told, like you weren't aware. <laughs> I didn't know I was doing it, but apparently I was. Did Cat hate it too? She also didn't like it. She yeah. she prefers Muppets from the Caribbean. Oh, Muppets from Space. Space. Anyone that likes that one, interesting. Yeah, she likes it. Hmm. I think that's her favourite. She likes Robert uh, Muppets Treasure Island or whatever it is. And to be fair, she's quite a bit younger Caribbean. than me, isn't she? As well, different. Yeah, by you know, a decade, like, I think. So. Yeah. It just nothing landed. You're all about banana peels and people falling (laughs) over on banana peels, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, three out of ten. Don't ask me again, otherwise I might lower it. There's a joke in one of the other Muppet movies and they come to a fork in the road and it's literally a giant fork in the road and it's great. See, that's funny. (laughs) Where was that shit? That's in the original Muppet movie. Where was that shit in this one? I don't know. That's what I don't understand. It was just bollocks. To be fair, I don't really remember laughing. But again, like I'm obviously skewed from having watched it for 30 years. Dan. I don't know about this. <laughs> Surprise. Um, I don't know. I, ju- I didn't feel any joy out of this. I really, I, I was like, coming into it expecting Muppet. I, I like Muppet. I don't watch it religiously like Penny, but, and I don't freak out when she sees Kermit the Frog. But I have watched the Muppets. I enjoy watching Muppets a lot but this felt so fucking depressing (laughs) and it felt so sad and it wasn't and to be honest if you can name the story in like four lines like they're 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 going to get a job they can't get a job Um, one of them gets amnesia (laughs) such a classic 80s trope as well like they eventually like leave kermit they all get jobs then kermit finally gets his play 
sorted. He gets hit by a car. He has amnesia. Then they all come back, and then and then he gets his amnesia back, and then they perform a show, and that's it. So it's 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 like seventy five percent of this film is just them talking about getting a job or money, and it's not really fun. And it's just sort of like they have to rear. They're trying to reach their dream of being on Broadway, and they do. And that's nice. Yeah, but they but have to work hard to get to there. S- Kind of. Yeah, but I, then, I, then she I, manipulates him and gets him married. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's. There, there's like, I feel you get like a Netflix series for that these days. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to teach you like valuable life lessons in this, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I I get it, but like, you don't have to. I I don't want to watch a film to realize how hard life is. You know, sometimes <laughs> I want to watch Muppets to to have fun with it and stuff. And there is, like, they do... But they do it. That's the thing. Life is hard, but they do it. You can do it too, Dan. You can have your own musical. Yeah, that's fine. I wanted... I didn't... It's it's the fact that I didn't expect it to be that kind of tone. And it's different, and it's... it's That's fair. The 80s ones were a bit of a strange tone. Yeah, but I... (sighs) Like, a more grown... That's what I was trying to explain at the beginning. Like, a more grown-up tone, even though it is a kid's film. It's like a weird... It is a weird mix. And that Jenny thing just eats me up inside. <laughs> like, it really does. Like, I'm very... If there was a, one thing that kids' films or films like that do very well is that they... Everyone gets their kind of... end. Like, you know everyone like gets their, like, happy ending most of the time anyway. But it's just sort of like, yeah, fuck Jenny. <laughs> just leave her out of this. Mm. And maybe we'll she gets just with Ronnie. Her. You don't know. They've met at But the this end. is maybe all if, a- buts, and maybes. There's no definite. Like, we will never know now I, di- I for definite. I don't think anybody but you cares. She was one of the main characters until the last 20 minutes. <laughs> and then she wasn't. Yeah, he doesn't need okay? her anymore. Mm. She had more screen time than most of the Muppets. Oh, it, it's just, I, I don't know. It, it just made me feel <laughs> confused. Like, aside from my, me make cracking jokes about Muppets being in the human world, and yeah, you can ignore all that. Just that side of, like, things, it doesn't feel like it wraps up. Like, well, it just suddenly ends and it just feels a bit, eh. I can see what they did with the ending, but it was, you're right, it was abrupt. I'm like, oh, I know why yeah. you've done that, but also it's a bit weird this feels really harsh because it's muppets i think i'm gonna have to agree with andy i think i'm gonna have to give it a three that's I'm fine i really i i'm surprised that i didn't like mildly enjoy it like i actually didn't i, don't I feel know. like it's the really muppet odd. movies come in in maybe three types like you've got the first three and then from like the 80s or whatever and then you get to muppets in space Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppets of the Caribbean, that kind of era. And then you've got the Jason Segel movies afterwards, and they're three completely different tones of movie. So I can see why this one is weird. It's just boring. It's boring it's, and depressing. It's and weird and happens. boring and depressing, yeah. It's it's emo yeah. it's emo <laughs> phase like of the Muppets. It. Yeah. Emo <laughs> of course that makes sense. My pen likes it. What's the next out of the hat, chaps? Oh, I was just going to say, if we're going to do this, um, if you had to fuck one Muppet, which one would it be? Oh, now we're talking. Right. Yeah, so. see, I wanted to get you back on side. <clears throat> um, I thought about this <laughs> for quite some time. Of course you have. I think it's a toss up between... Choice of words. I think it's a felt up between... <laughs> I mean, it's either... I mean, Camilla's pretty tasty. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> you don't get or... to eat her. 
There are less female Muppets for you to choose from, to be fair. Yeah, I'm just thinking about I can that. Only there think isn't. Of three. There's Miss Piggy. It's either Camilla, Piggy, or the See, weird Camilla's one a hot in, choice. in the band. <laughs> Janice from the band. Is that what she's called? Yeah, her name's Janice. Yeah, Janice. Yeah, and, maybe. and she annoyed me, so uh, I'm out. I'm, trying to I'm going for Fozzie because he looks like he knows how his way around a spoon. <laughs> you, you, and, yeah, oh yeah, you and Fozzie like you can snuggle and hibernate together. That's cute. I'll probably fuck Kermit. Just to see how he's like in bed. To teach him a lesson for walking Yeah, that away sounded very Jack aggressive Jenny. and I didn't like any of that. Uh, do you think Kermit is a gentle lover? Yeah, I, yeah, Piggy wears the trousers. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think she, she pegs him. Oh, I wasn't going that far, but okay. <laughs> I'm just looking up female Muppets. Um, and Who do you think pegs who? Ride us into... <laughs> I was going to say, there's not a lot of... There's not a lot of female Muppets. I'm a bit disappointed with the representation. They're getting better with... um, There's a lot more in Sesame Street, but they're children, so we're not going into that. (laughs) No, not so. Oh, Penny. (laughs) But no, there aren't. I'm just looking. There aren't really... Do we look like Freddy (laughs) Krueger? Fuck you. Well, let us know who you'd like to fuck. Uh, That's probably one of our Spotify questions for this episode. (laughs) Let us know who you want to fuck as a Muppet and uh, ride them on in. Let's see what we're watching in two weeks. Oh no, that was a maniacal. That was a Joan Rivers laugh. It's a Dan film. It's a pen. It's a penny film. Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh, he he done a laugh. She got the double. Oh Snake no! Eyes. In two weeks' time, we are watching Brigsby Bear, <gasps> which is, is a 20, 2017 film. I've never seen this, but it has uh, a lot of people in it: uh, Carl Mooney, Mark Hamill, Andy Samberg. Uh, what is it, Pen? In a word, in a sentence. <laughs> I was going to say, in a word, it's a film. It, um, it is a film. Uh, um, I'm trying not to give anything away. I might have to. Do you want me to read the description? <laughs> yeah, read the description. I don't want to give anything away. So James Pope grows obsessed with Brigsby Bear Adventures, a children's show. After learning it has ended, he decides to make a movie to finish its storyline to help with help from his friends. And family. You are very high in this film, right? I see, we'll hype it up and you'll fucking hate it. I saw No 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 This is one of those this is one of the films that I you know where you were always like, oh it's watch horror films or shit films. I'm like, this is one of the nice films yeah, that it I seems put in. like it. Yeah, it I put, seems very different. I so. watched this on a plane. I'll be the judge. Yeah. I watched Stop this it. on a plane. Um I really like um Kyle Mooney. He does, um, I think he was on Saturday Night Live and he's got some weird, do you remember I sent you guys a message about there's like a weird like 80s, 90s Saturday morning cartoon show that's on Netflix at the moment. Saturday morning all-star hits, which is Kyle Mooney playing twins that like introduce the cartoons and then they've got like adult kind of piss-takey cartoons from like 80s cartoons like one like that's a bit like the Care Bears one that's like Denver the Last Dinosaur didn't really do it for me but he I I like him very much um it's a really nice story he's yeah he's obsessed with this tv show as a kid and it ends and he wants to he wants to give it a proper send-off and it's just it's one of those movies that I watch to 
make me feel better. It's one of those films which I haven't been able to watch since we put it in the hat and I could have used it a couple of times. And it is one of the last films that I bought on DVD because I couldn't find it anywhere and I was desperate to watch it. So hopefully you don't hate it because this is a nice, wholesome... (laughs) Don't destroy my dreams. (laughs) Well, Andy likes wholesome things. So I'm hoping Nothing. for... Hey, uh, I'm up for a penny wholesome film because I don't remember the last one. So I'm well up for a wholesome one. I told you there's only a couple in the hat and this is one of yeah. them. So. I'm well up for it. So, so uh, yeah, brings me fair. I recommend Amazon, if yeah. you can find it anywhere online, people. It's um, on Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> oh, there you go. Please watch it. It is, it is a nice movie. So we'll watch that. Uh, in 93... And um, we're back for 92. That's how numbers work. Penny, what's our socials? You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Can you tell I've moved house and I don't know where my post-it note is and I still don't know. <laughs> hey, here we go. Oh, Mrs. Consistent. You, hang on. If, maybe it'll be muscle memory. Hang on. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unusual Suspects Pod and on, t- no, and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. Yes, I'm at Penny wow. underscore Photopit. That only Land took me walls. 91 episodes. That was good. Wow. To remember, he's Joyce is 21 and he's yep. Dan talks a lot. All right. All right. Going too far now. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, Penny's move house, everyone. <laughs> I finally did it. Yeah. We didn't mention it. I don't it, know where yes. any of my shit is. She doesn't know where any of her shit is. Uh, we've had slight technical problems beforehand, but it's okay. Everything's fine now, Pen, right? Everything's yep. fine. I think so. We're all good. You, you're happy in your new place? Yeah, it's great. Um, Everything's good. fine. Good. It's quiet. Good. <laughs> Is it quiet? Hey, it's it's going to get quieter. <laughs> to be fair, sausages, it's, uh, it's Thursday today. I officially moved out on Friday uh, and I've already been back to my parents' house twice for dinner this week. Oh, dear. Mo- mostly, <laughs> mo- mostly because I had more stuff to pick up. To be fair, because my no, parents, my parents are also. The thing she was picking up was plates of food. <laughs> <laughs> my mum's coming over for lunch tomorrow, and then we're going to Lakeside on Saturday. <laughs> I will have not seen her for like two days out of eight or something stupid. That's ridiculous. Class. Yeah, it's good. It's, uh, hey, it's good. hey, do you think Jenny in that film is French? He's going to make a really gross. Because she loves frog legs. Mm. Good night, everyone. Missy Jenny. Look at us, here we are, right where we belong. Do you think she sucked on the frog's legs oh, when she was Oh, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. I gave you a perfectly good ending, you knob. And I know you're going to keep this in now, yeah. <laughs>